This is uh, episode one of the Almost In Sale podcast. I've held off for a while to do this because to pronounce myself as an almost incel is kind of bad to say. It's a punchy word in this day and age. Words can literally end careers, but that's what I am. But I'm not involuntary celibate. I literally was just thinking about the g- girls that like me that I didn't, uh, well, I, I bailed out on a lot of uh, intimate opportunities, let's say that. <clears throat> so it is uh, December 4th, 2020. You can call me. I'm not going to leave my name here. Let's just say I am an almost incel because I am a 25-year-old version who hasn't kissed a girl. I have never really came close to brushing with death, but I bet there was a couple close calls here and there, especially during the... uh, I was caught up in uh, the hubbub. We were at a certain corner and uh, apparently there was a shooting or stabbing nearby that corner part of the parade, but everyone was packed. So everyone started running over each other and me and my friend, um, well, I held on to him for dear life and we ran. And that was the closest I've ever brushed with death. Other than that, maybe almost, couple almost, accidents Uh, I chose to start today on this podcast because it's a kind of a turning point ever since I was about 9 or 10 I've been obsessed about sex I started like masturbating or like building towards it when I was 9 or 10 kind of early would like go into the public library It, it starts always innocently like underwear catalogs and fully clothed pictures of women in magazines i would go to the library and there was a phase where i would look for the newest magazines rip all the pages with the models and the beautiful women out and there was even a point where i stashed a bunch of those stolen pages under my bed other people did it too because a lot of people would uh, by the time I get to that magazine they've already been ripped out completely anything anything sexual so when you get older not that I'm any old only 25 but I'm starting to learn a few things oh man I'm not gonna blame myself for going on tangents but I'm just showing you my my uh, journey it went from innocent magazines it was always porn. Porn was always around, but the escalation for some reason was gradual and totally not internet-based. Then it became, oh, what, YouTube? I had an iTouch for a while. Oh, yeah, in middle high school, I had an iTouch, iPod Touch, which is essentially for, for kids that are too poor to get iPhones. And I jailbreaked it, of course. And there was an app called Sexy Asians or something. And it was just a, not Tumblr, it was just a browser full of like Japanese uh, glamour models. And that was kind of my way in with glamour models. I think the most sexual thing, like you have American porn, which is super racy and aggressive and frankly f***ed up. But Japanese porn is it's also f***ed up, but the softcore stuff is even quite a lot because... It, they really play with the innocence and the, the beauty of youth. They really 
it's really predatory. And then I found a website that doesn't exist anymore. It was a website that organized all the glamour uh, magazine photos into a huge accessible catalog. And for many years, it was a cycle. Either I torrent Japanese porn or go onto this website to look at pictures or I go on 4chan or Pornhub to look at the Western stuff. But this Japanese picture database catalog has just died about a couple months ago. I thought I would mourn it a little bit more, but apparently I didn't really need it in my life because waste a lot of time on that site. <sighs> this became from me talking about my sexuality to my my porn consumption. I mean, it's all one thing. How did I get? How did I get weirder? I don't think I'm really a coomer yet. A coomer is when someone can't get off on anything. They're so numb to everything. Cause I can still get off at everything. Maybe because I'm young. But um, very recently, I don't know because of it's because of nofap or not. I uh, honestly did nofap for about let's say two weeks, maybe, maybe three weeks. And this was the most honest one. I just uh, don't care about sex anymore. The nofap has taught me a couple of things. This is about a month ago. It started spontaneously because a buddy of mine was doing it. And he bailed after like a week. So that was, uh, I mean, he doesn't seem nearly as messed up as me. But uh, yeah, so no, no fat for like two, three weeks successfully. No porn, no nothing. And the day I gave in, I was... Uh, I initially want to do until the end of the year, but everybody gets weak, and uh, it's a, it's a pandemic. There wasn't really a I didn't know where I was going or, or doing anything as for. I guess I didn't find an incentive. I'm very I live based on incentives. Like at the beginning of the day, I daydream about what I want to eat for dinner, so I kind of look forward to whatever dopamine that's there. I forgot there was a couple lessons. I started nofap dishonestly. I watched porn and I just wouldn't masturbate. And after about 10 days, I managed to, I told my friend that I, I came with my mind and I technically did, but if you're like using your mind to force yourself to come. Also, it was 10 days. It's It was either come from nothing or I watched hours of porn that day or God, how, am I, how much am I gonna cut out of this? All right, so the beginning of nofap which was dishonest i realized that i could watch porn just to watch it i don't have to jerk myself to erectile dysfunction every time i can just watch it and enjoy it which is apparently worse because uh on the, the tiger belly podcast the other day bill burr talked about how his porn viewing went from uh, something to get off on to analyzing it like film studies that's what i kind of did too so it was bad that i was watching it for so long because the first week two weeks of dishonest nofap i was watching hours of porn per night and uh, after doing honest nofap there was a while where i relapsed into normal like i would just do it masturbate every day but uh 
think about a month or two now. I don't know if it's because of NoFab. Because the day I broke Honest NoFab, I came like a bukkake, like actual porn. Like I didn't know I could come like that because I've been masturbating since I was nine or 10. And it just became more and more, uh, what's the word? I want to say crackhead-like because I have masturbated myself to just like erect. It's not even erectile dysfunction. It's just doing it so much that your is raw like your body just doesn't want to do it anymore yet your mind is still pushing it to but now for some reason it's the sex drive in me i guess it's waning off which is good because i'm not lust over everything and do anything stupid or fit in around crowds or waste money on adult entertainment or ladies of the night because <clears throat> i just i just don't care anymore I don't know if it's the pandemic or the nofap, but I, I just I don't care anymore. Which great, I'm not a I'm less much less of a pervert. I'm less inclined to lust over any woman that walk on the street. I'm not just perving out all the time. I, I can treat people like people, so that's good. But on the other hand, I'm afraid that I'm gonna just be a lustless, lifeless. Uh, old person because I, I, have, I, have, I haven't even I haven't even kissed a girl yet I had some opportunities I did even like a year ago as fat as pathetic as I was there was still a girl that wanted to pity kiss me so there was always a chance there was always people opportunities but uh, whatever reason I went for the wrong people and, and the people that liked me feel them were great I just didn't shoot my shot with them I don't regret anymore because I regret it. I've had depression since I was about 10 too, which now I attribute to this <coughs> really confusing streak of nothing because I'm always going for the wrong people, getting rejected, getting really sad about it. And when I, the right people come along, I reject them because, I, frankly, I mean, I'm just in pain and I should have seeked therapy when I was like 11. I'm all right now, but... I don't know if I'm alright or just numb. I don't regret anything anymore. I'm looking forward to things. But it's hard to move forward because COVID, I can't. I live at home and grandma is still visiting us. She doesn't, borders haven't opened up. So there's nowhere to go. There's uh, I thought, you know. Follow the Bobby Lee route. Do stand-up. Because I'm a miserable bastard. Apparently that's what a lot of comedians come from. Misery and uh, trauma. But I can't even do that. Now I'm thinking of streaming myself. Doing stand-up. But I'm not desperate. I'm not that desperate yet. I could also just do it in public. Like uh, those freestyle rappers. Put a boombox... In, into an intersection and just rap into the crowd. That's one way to do it and, and, and work my muscles that way. Is it lazy to think that's kind of ridiculous? Up until August, I had a job and I, I, uh, I took seven years to get a bachelor's degree uh, from a community college. So I'm not exactly proud of it, but I thought, hey, maybe I could get some interviews now. Not that I have really applied to too many uh, positions. But yeah, I had a job until August. So before then, 
I was just too busy to... Well, I was always moping. I was always in a horrible mood and tired and uh, overweight for my whole life. But I'm, I like... I'm still kind of trading these months like summer vacation because I still have employment insurance and government support was around for a couple months right after I got uh, laid off. And that was the... I only was at that job for 10 months, but I did my best to love it. And it was a decent start at a career. And I thought if I just put my head down and work hard, even though I don't want to be a politician, I don't want to join a party, I can still contribute and do my best. But uh, it didn't pan out. I knew I was on my way out. Even like... Because the guy that gave me the interview, he keeps throwing signs at me. Like, hey, you're going uh, to, like, oh, we, we don't know about this. Like, maybe you're gone in February. Oh, you're still here? I thought you'd be gone sooner. So it was, I don't want to say miraculous that I was still around in the midst of COVID. I worked hard. I, I was juggling school senior year. It wasn't that easy. Yeah, so it was the hardest and most honest I've worked at. They they wanted me to do some workshopping with random citizens. And I excelled at that far more than some other people. Took it everything in stride. Uh, it was a hopeful time. But it, I knew if COVID didn't happen, I would have left after like a year anyways. Because ever since... I don't know. I'm a late bloomer. I started dreaming late. I didn't know what I was doing. Just put my head down and let my parents leave me around until I was in university. I sucked at school. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't handle university anyways. I, I, I'm a B-minus student at best. But I always thought that wouldn't be an issue because I could just pursue a dream or do something grand. It started with YouTube back in 2013. Watching all those wonderful videos. Got a film certificate. And then got this degree that I have now. So it's not like I even gave an honest shot at chasing YouTube dream or whatever. Even right now, I think like if I just move out. If I just haul my ass to LA. That the hunger, the brokenness, the lack of support will make me stronger. And in a sense, it's still true, but it's uh, it's kind of a bullshit way to, to, to justify the lack of doing anything here. I'm in a big city. I can do everything here. This city is on the rise. Shut up, smartwatch. Yes, my workout is over. Shame me some more, please. Uh, I mean, this is just it's sad to listen to. I don't want to expose my current dream. Because I don't want to reveal my identity. But it's not like I'm going to doctor this audio or anything. I'm frankly too lazy to. So yeah. A couple of days ago I started hypothesizing. Like hey. Do I really don't care about sex anymore? Am I really not obsessed about sex anymore? And last night was kind of the nail in the coffin. On that question. I was watching a very beautiful glamour model slash porn star and she was beautiful but the guy in the video he's he wasn't doing it the most there was no passion there was frankly the sex was poor it was mediocre at best but she was so beautiful i thought hey 
normally if it's if I'm watching such a beautiful woman, I'll just get off because she's beautiful. I don't care. I won't care that the sex is, uh, you know, regretful. That I, I thought I wasted my time watching all of it. Am I growing? I don't know. I'm just worried that I'm not gonna be a sexual being. I, I'm afraid I'll lose my passion in life. You know, how long has it been? I thought I could uh, give you a straightforward conversation, but it became a collection of tangents. It's my first episode. Shut up, smartwatch. It's my first episode, so it's fine. And I'm, uh, I used to mumble all the time when I talk, and I'm still shy about talking in public. I'm just in a really uh, uncomfortable place right now. I just want to make the thing I want to make. See if that goes anywhere. I know. All right, let's go back to the job thing. I know I was gonna quit that decent job because I was still gonna do the stupid dream pursuing thing. I was gonna. I was thinking of just diving into stand up because Bobby Lee was 23 or something, sad and pathetic, and he found a life through stand up, and I, th- I really wanted that. You know, it looked like not a sure thing, but at least a way, a tangible direction. The dreams I YouTube, YouTube is not direction. YouTube is you just make stuff, and if people like them, you like they like them. So yeah, I'm still gonna do stupid dream chasing things, and really unorthodox, unorthodox jobs. I don't want to work for an office. I don't want to work for other people. But I don't really even care about. The, the big thing is that I used to live my life worrying about not losing my virginity soon enough. Well, it looks like I'm not going to lose it anytime soon. And I was going to honestly pay for a, uh, a beautiful lady that I had my eyes on. She's a professional. But uh, I paid for her OnlyFans. And frankly, it was a ripoff. And I saw one of her videos with her client, or with he was she was having sex with a guy, and it was she was she was kind of bad at it. She was just like a she just sat there. I mean that's what that's what paid sex is is passionless. And I don't want that. Maybe she's maybe there's just better. Maybe she's just a bad prostitute. Maybe if I if she was a better actor, I might have uh, coughed it up and. It would have been a completely different direction, but I guess I'm keeping my virginity. Yeah. I really want to do this with other people. Because uh, some of my closest friends, frankly, they're virgins. And oh, most of them are concerned about it. The ones that aren't concerned tend to be a lot less miserable. And that's what I'm kind of striving for. We'll end it here. I wonder how much of this video is uh, salvageable. These people drive like idiots in my neighborhood. This has been the first episode of Almost Incel. I am a 25-year-old guy who has recently been unemployed. I'll probably expose more information about myself soon enough. I'll have to show my face sometime. I mean, at least this is something honest that I'm pursuing. So hopefully most of this audio will be useful. I don't know if I'm ever going to put this out. I'll show it to some people. I'll, I'll show it to one person, maybe. You know who you are. Yeah. 
if I do make a Patreon, support me on Patreon so I can move out. If I can develop just into a, helping other people, it's a, it's a quote-unquote way out, but it's a way for me to make money off my misery like stand-ups do. That, that's, uh, that's, that's something, but um, this is just the first episode, so I don't know how often I can pump this out. I practically gave you like 10 years worth of history in one sitting, so I'm probably going to have to interview other people. But this is uh this is this is my life. This is honest. It's uh it's just kinda shameless of course, but uh I was gonna be a stand up anyway, so I don't think I didn't have much shame. Yeah, support me, like this video, YouTube video wherever Spotify, wherever this is gonna be. Show it to your friends, show it to your incel, almost incel, virgin, not virgin, sad boys, the uh, tortured kids. Who uh, couldn't get out of their shell. Hope everybody's uh, treading above water. Yeah, that's me. Almost in cell episode one. Thanks for listening. See you next episode, maybe.